to Coaches on a Mission. I am your host, Dallas Travers. We are dropping in your feed all week long with these quick bonus episodes that are really just designed to reveal themes or lessons that I have observed this year inside of The Hive. So yesterday, we talked about the importance of solving the right problems, and today... This is mm, probably my number one lesson of the whole year. And what we're going to talk about is why, as values-driven coaches, we have to always center the client instead of ourselves. So why are we dropping these special bonuses? couple of reasons. It's October. We're officially in the fourth quarter of the year. This is where, as coaches, we start to dream and scheme about what we're doing next year and where we're going to get support and what are we going to change and you know what's the plan here so i wanted to share these lessons that we learned inside of the hive just to inspire you and to help you think differently about your approach for the coming year and then secondly we've got as of this recording 20 open spots inside of the hive before we close enrollment. I put together some awesome bonuses to make it a no-brainer for you to join us. First, when you apply and join, you're going to get a free spot at our year-end planning retreat. It's virtual. It's always a ton of fun. Secondly, you will actually get to go through Client Surge live with me in January. There is no better way to start your year than by surging. You're also going to get a beautiful linen journal to help you take notes from every one of our coaching calls. We have four of them a month. It's so pretty. I love the journal so much. And then lastly, you will lock in the 2022 tuition. Prices are going up in January. So if the Hive has been on your list, let's make it happen, shall we? You can go to dallastravers.com slash apply, fill in a 90-second application, then you and I will speak. I personally meet every applicant so that we can really get a feel for each other and decide together whether or not the hive is the right place for you. And I know a lot of people say that, but truly not everyone who applies gets accepted. This month in particular, we had a number of people who I just really didn't feel like it was the right move for them. And so I declined their application after speaking. It it was always on good terms, but I just want you to know that we mean it when we say that because we do deliver a really high standard of service and we want to make sure that everything is a fit. Okay. So with that, you're going to go to dallastravers.com slash apply now. Let's talk about this second lesson that really became clear to me this year in my own business, but in particular inside of the hive. And that is the importance of centering the client instead of yourself. So I first started talking about this in relation to sales calls. If you're nervous When you're selling, if you're worried about if your prices are too expensive or if they even like you or if they trust your expertise or if you're going to annoy them by following up, all of that stuff, that is completely self-centered. When you center the client, right, here is someone I'm speaking to who has a goal they want to accomplish. Am I the person to help them accomplish that goal? When we center them, of course, We want to invite them to become a client. Of course, we want to really listen to their dreams and goals and where they are at instead of thinking about overcoming their objections. So it is a massive mindset shift. And for values-driven coaches, it's kind of a lifesaver. 
Now, an obvious place to center the client instead of yourself is in sales calls, but this rule applies kind of everywhere in your business. And I'm going to give you several examples as this episode unfolds today. But let's set the scene here. When we must center the client instead of ourselves, I'm thinking about our Hive coaching calls. And when I bring this forward as I'm coaching a Hive member, and it's usually when this coach tells me they're overwhelmed or unsure about what to do. I'm overwhelmed. I'm unsure about what to do next. And as we begin to unpack that, what we discover is they do know what to do. They just don't want to do it. (laughs) My daughter, Farina, calls it nervousing, right? It's very (laughs) nervousing. So if you ever feel frozen around what to do next because everything feels important and like all of your options feel kind of scary, it's time to center the client instead of yourself. Let me give you some examples in what might be showing up in your business, what I've seen with Hive members, and then I'll tell you a story about what showed up in my business. So maybe let's use sliding into the DMs as an example here, right? We've all seen that where someone we don't know messages us directly in the DM selling us something and we think, barf, no thank you, go away, block, block this account. Oh, I don't want to do that. I don't want someone to block me. I don't want to just slide into their DMs and have them think that all I care about is selling to them. So I'm going to do nothing. Yet, you don't know, like there's a strategy to do it in a way that isn't disgusting, right? But to choose to do nothing, now that person doesn't have the opportunity to decide about whether they want to follow you, whether they want your lead magnet, whether they want to hire you. That's not your choice. That's their choice. And when we center ourselves, we rob them of their choice. We decide for them. Here's another one. Inside the hive, the number one list building strategy that we rely on is lead magnet swaps. So it's just like partnerships. It's really cool, really effective. I was having a conversation with a Hive member. We'll call her Betty. And Betty has gotten hip to lead magnet swaps. So Betty notices, like, I'm not going to get the numbers totally right, but I think she averages about 20, 25 new subscribers per lead magnet swap. And she couldn't figure out why the approach for reaching out to possible swap partners started to feel really inauthentic and icky to her. So as we began to unpack this, what Betty realized was, oh, I don't want to recommend someone's lead magnet if it's not going to be valuable to my audience. So she thought she was just nervous about, oh, these potential partners are going to think I'm trying to use them. But when we really looked at it, she realized, wait a second, I'm centering my subscribers here. So this is really exciting because this rule is something that has been liberating for Betty in her business, centering the client. She realized, oh, I got to make sure this is client-centered. So what does client-centered look like when it comes to lead magnet swaps? What we came up with was, number one, identifying how many swap emails we feel comfortable sending to our list where we know it's valuable to them. Number two, setting really clear criteria about which partners should be swap partners and which ones should not, not based on their list, not based on their following or their reputation, not based on whether their willingness, instead based on how valuable their free content would be 
to Betty's list. And this changed everything for her because now Betty's really clear. I'm going to do two partnerships a month. I'm going to make sure I'm not promoting the same type of lead magnet every time. So I'm going to have experts from a wide variety of expertise that all aligned with my audience and just making sure that it truly feels valuable. And that opened the floodgates and made it really clear for how Betty can move forward on lead magnet swaps. Another way that we often do not center the client is we get way too wrapped up in the strategy, (laughs) the strategy of how we're going to sell to the people who don't want to buy our stuff instead of prioritizing strategies for the people who are ready to buy. Think about it. Like all of this talk about funnels. They opt into a freebie and then there's a tripwire and then there's a five email nurture sequence and then we give them an offer and then like it's all of this stuff or webinars. You got to sign up for the free webinar and you've got to sit through the free webinar and then you get the offer and it's just so much hoop jumping for your audience. If we really center our clients instead of ourselves, we might rethink our funnel strategies, huge, in a huge way. I'm thinking about my own business. So with the Hive, we used to have a funnel. I mean, anytime you're marketing, you have some sort of a funnel, but it was a more traditional funnel, right? You sign up to watch a free webinar. During that webinar, which was evergreen, then you can apply for the Hive. Then you're going to meet with a salesperson, not with me. And then we'll see if you get invited. It's like all of these jumping through hoops when in fact... What works for my business is really compelling free content. I use this podcast and I use Instagram for that to nurture my audience and help them climb that awareness ladder. Then we have rolling enrollment instead of a launch strategy, right? So when you're ready to join the hive, unless we've hit our cap of enrollment for the year, the time is right for you. We have rolling enrollment. You can join us. And now you're not jumping through the hoops of meeting with someone other than the person who's going to coach you. You're going to meet with me directly and eliminating a lot of those extra steps. Our revenue this year is up by 30%. Our profit is up by 20%. And the people who are coming into the hive are just like, (laughs) amazing, totally aligned coaches. But that's because I built a strategy that centers you. Instead of centering the strategy or centering me. So there are a lot of places where we unconsciously center ourselves. And it's usually our fears rather than centering the client. And when you center the client instead of yourself, this whole process, number one, you drop into your intuition. You're just going to know what feels aligned and not easy necessarily or aligned with your fears, but what feels right You also can take this, you can do the scary things because this cause serving your client is way bigger than the nerves you might feel, than the inconvenience you might be experiencing. So please write this down. Center the client instead of yourself. Two other stories to illustrate this. This just happened last week on a Hive call. One of our Hive members, I'll call this person Fred. So Fred felt overwhelmed. This is how you know you're likely not centering the client, okay? 
Fred felt overwhelmed, wasn't sure what to do, when in fact, what to do is the ripple effect system, right? Fred, like Fred's on the content course inside of the program. Fred just got a little nervous about content, right? Centering his own fears instead of his audience. So Fred came to the call. I'm overwhelmed. What should I do? When we talked about the best path forward, we identified the flash sale protocol. It's one of the steps inside of the content confidence course in the Hive. So with the flash sale protocol, you're presenting invitations, either one a day for five days or one every other day for 10. And Fred said, oh, isn't that too many emails? I just started emailing my list consistently. And my feedback was, oh, you're right. It's so rude to offer to help people who are on your list asking for help. It is really rude to not explicitly offer to help them. So when we shift away from, oh, I don't want to be annoying, I don't want to be salesy, I don't want to sell too much, and toward how can I help these people who have shown up because they trust me and they want to learn from me, how can I help them accomplish their goals? When we make that shift, of course we're going to do the flash sale protocol. Of course we're going to follow up. Of course we're going to present an offer. On the same Hive call, we had another client who was feeling, excuse me, another coach who was feeling friction around raising her rates. We'll call her Pebbles. Getting through all of the Flintstone characters here, I'll have to think of another <laughs> another framework. But Pebbles was like, ugh, will I be able to deliver value by raising this price? She's like, I don't want to kind of overcharge for the value. And that's faulty thinking because whether you're charging a dollar or a thousand dollars, if you're charging someone and doubting the value, you're stealing either way, right? It doesn't matter how much, right? So centering myself and my own nervousness and am I good enough created a lot of fogginess for Pebbles. But when we looked at like, how can you center the client? What she realized was because she does have a few clients who pay a higher price. The people who are a little bit more invested behave like people who are more invested. So the argument can easily be made that there's a perfect match price point that helps Pebbles meet her financial goals, but also helps her clients have skin in the game. And not charging that price point is arguably unethical. So center the client instead of yourself. Center the client instead of yourself. I went through this recently. I've said it before, but we really strive to deliver the gold standard when it comes to customer service and client success and hands-on coaching inside of the Hive. So this summer, we were seeing a little bit of a trend, which was we'd like run out of time at the end of a coaching call. Not by a lot. We'd usually just run over and I would start to feel kind of rushed. And I did not like that experience. I am a total dork for coaching. I love it. I love it so much. And the last thing I want is to walk away from a coaching call feeling like I didn't give everything that I could. And so we had like three calls in a row where I had this friction feeling like we're running over, I'm not valuing people's time, and I don't know that I'm the same coach for the person who goes last as I am for the person who goes first. Now, so the question became, what do we do about this? 
if I centered myself, it would have been, well, people are just going to have to deal with it. <laughs> I would have totally like justified a reason not to add a fourth call. We maybe would come up with another protocol for limiting the number of questions you can ask or some other thing to prioritize my convenience over my Hive members' experience. So by centering the clients, the option became obvious. I wouldn't dream of doing something else. And that option was to add a fourth call. So now we have a weekly call with me instead of three calls a week. We've got breathing room and I know I am really delivering instead of like sticking to the structure of the program because that's what we sold you. Center the client instead of yourself. It makes decisions so clear, not always convenient, but often very, very clear. And it helps us do the brave thing. It helps us do the compassionate thing. It helps us live our values instead of just think about or talk about our values. So every sales strategy that we teach inside the hive is really client-centered. That's the kind of business we want to run as values-driven coaches. So I want to just invite you to think about an area in your business where maybe you feel a little overwhelmed or you feel a little stuck. Yesterday, we talked about the ripple effect system and the importance of stacking your efforts. But now layering in this mindset piece, if you fully centered the client instead of yourself, what choice would you make? Here's a process to take you through that. I call it the stop, drop, dig, and roll, and it applies a lot of times when we feel stuck. Step number one is to stop the thought cycle, right? Instead of spinning around, affirming, I don't know what to do, I'm really, really stuck. We're just going to like, stop, let's have a different conversation. Then we're going to drop our what-ifs. That's another Farina-ism, my daughter, she calls it what-ifing right? Well, like, what if I'm sending too many emails and people will unsubscribe? Or what if the client thinks my new prices are too high? Or what if I make a mistake going live? You know, whatever that might be. We're just going to drop that. And instead, we're going to dig, step three, dig into the client's needs. So stop the thought cycle, Drop your what ifs, dig into the client's needs. What is it the client needs right now? And then the last step here is to roll. We're going to roll into action, prioritizing the client instead of ourselves. Now, this is not about having squishy boundaries or overextending yourself because that's also self-centered rather than client-centered. But it's just a different, more nuanced, deeper perspective around that cliche we often hear around like serving to selling, right? This is the practice of that in a really tangible way. So how can you tell if you're being client-centered or you're actually just being self-centered and squishy and it's self-centeredness disguised as client-centeredness? This is where coaching comes in. This is where we all, myself included, absolutely need outside eyes on our business, on our mindset, on our actions in order to just have that values check-in, in order to really think through all possible options in order to make sure that you're doing the brave thing instead of the other thing. 
So now that we've got four calls in the hive, there's lots of opportunity for you to do that, right? All right. So yesterday we talked about the importance of solving the right problems and we do that applying the ripple effect system. Today, I really loved this conversation. I hope it was valuable for you. Let's just agree that this is our top priority, centering the client instead of ourselves. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about boring habits, (laughs) unsexy actions, and why they are the foundation of your business. So if this has been helpful for you, please come let me know on Instagram. I'm Dallas Travers Biz Mentor. And this is also another invitation to grab one of those remaining spots inside of the hive. You're going to get this beautiful hive journal. You'll get to attend for free our year-end virtual retreat. You'll also get to run through Client Surge live with us in the new year, and you're going to lock in the 2022 prices. So I look forward to seeing your application, and I really look forward to talking with you one-on-one about whether now really is the best time for you to jump into the hive with me. So with that, I will sign off, and I will see you tomorrow with another bonus episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for tuning in to Coaches on a Mission. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, follow, rate, and review. Do all of the things (laughs) to show your support for this show. It is so helpful for us, and it also helps other coaches find this show. If you want to take this episode further, please follow me on Instagram. I'm Dallas Travers Biz Mentor, and every week I turn our episode into a week-long mini course on my Instagram page. It's designed to help you apply what we talk about during the episode to your business in a super tangible way. So let's be Insta-friends. Head on over to Instagram and look for my new handle. Again, it's Dallas Travers biz mentor. You can do that now and you just might find some funny reels while you're there. So believe me when I tell you it'll be worth it. Okay. Thanks again for tuning in. I truly appreciate that you make time to listen to this show and I hope you have a wonderful week.